Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching uh, You Had Options. This episode I have Duck from uh, the New Orleans ska punk band Joystick on. Great conversation. Really enjoyed talking to him. Yeah, go check out their new album, um, I Can't Take It Anymore, out on uh, Bad Time Records and Stomp Records. Uh, go check out Joystick uh, on all their social media at Joystick Nola, N O L A. Uh, go check out Yod Options at Yod Options on, on the Twitters and uh, Instagram. Uh, go buy a shirt, a Yod Options shirt at uh, slash shop. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, Duck. Thank you for joining me again. We're gonna start all over. I had a. Hey, uh, it's all good. I had uh, equipment malfunction. You know. Uh, do Do you ever uh, have gear, and you're like, man, I really need to replace that. Or you just every time you use it or or see it, you're just like, man, I really need to replace that. Just keep saying mm-hmm. it over and over without replacing it. No, but I mean, I I just sing so. <laughs> That's true. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have any equipment. <laughs> oh shit! Well, duck. Uh, again, thank you for joining me. Uh, yeah. Uh, of uh, ska punk band Joystick from New Orleans. Um, we we were talking about on the first go how there's a new wave. It, would you consider it a new wave? Can we say fifth wave yeah, or whatever why not? it is? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't get hung up on the waves. I don't, I don't get that. But, mm. you know. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm sure there's a ska historian very mad if they're listening to this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's all different kinds of ska, right? Waves, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, it's, uh, as, you know, I said. I appreciate and I can enjoy ska, uh, but it isn't. It isn't. I must admit, is not my go-to uh, for listening pleasure. But uh, you know, um, at fest, it was crazy that there was like an entire ska day at the uh, the place y'all played, like uh, Heartwood. Was that the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, ska from like the beginning till midnight or whatever. Yeah, uh, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, d- so uh, y'all's most recent album—I—I I, I forgot. I didn't look at the date it came out, but did it come out during the pandemic? Yeah, I think it came out in April. Yeah, maybe May. Yeah, but it came out. Uh, it came out earlier this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, how has the response been 
even through pandemic times. Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. We, uh, we pressed 600, uh, we pressed 600 copies and we were like, Oh, this'll be good. And then like, they sold out in less than two months and we were like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Big time. (laughs) Which is good. But like, uh, yeah, we haven't had any records because, uh, you know, with the transportation, like everything's like messed up right now. Uh, So, uh, yeah, it's, if you order records from the pressing right. plant or whatever, it, it takes like seven or eight months to get them. Yeah, man. Uh, Adele's got to get her 500,000 copies of her new album pressed. Yeah, yeah. They definitely don't care about the smaller labels, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fucking crazy when you can go to Walmart and they're selling vinyl. Like, what? <laughs> you can go to Cracker Barrel, they're selling vinyl. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and the country store or whatever they call it good old country store They've yeah got- if you want to pick up the new uh joystick record you just <laughs> swing on over to yeah, cracker man. barrel you should maybe uh you know i'll i'll see if i can find a, a contact for uh, a cracker barrel exec so we can get those in the in the stores it's uh, cra- whenever we're on tour clay always wants to eat at cracker barrel so i only eat there when we're on the road so I actually haven't been there. Well, no, we ate there when we went to Fest. Yeah. So, but before that, I haven't eaten there in a couple of years because, uh, you know, the whole quarantine thing. But uh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I, I feel like, you know, um, the uh, the various Cracker Barrels I've been to in different states, the, it's been similar uh, outcome of food. So I think that's the uh, – the, mm. it's uh, – Consistent, I have found. I like the little games with the uh, the little little pet pool. games, like the the yeah, and, and and also now uh, now they serve beer at at Cracker Barrel. You can get fucked up at Cracker Barrel. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, before yeah. before I would just have to drink heavily in the parking lot and go in. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I would have to do my drugs in the bathroom. Now you can just okay. <laughs> just do do them on the table. Do them at the uh... yeah. They it's fucking. They really put the crack in cracker barrel. <laughs> so is this a cracker barrel talk? The new podcast? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with you know I'm fine with <laughs> having that as like my main thing. Uh, it's uh, another thing that you know I only found out within the past couple of years is with all the like weird art if you want to call it art or the frame stuff that's on the walls, you can buy those pieces. If you want to really? like decorate your home, mm. uh, cracker barrel, uh, themed. Yeah. I always kind of wanted one of those, uh, framed Texas license plates used mm. rusty license plate. Oh yeah. I, I didn't know I could buy one. <laughs> pretty nice. Now you know, why gets- is there, why do they sell shit in the, in the cracker barrel? There's like, you have to walk through a Walmart, like an old timey Walmart, to get to the to go eat. Right. They sell like video games and candy there. <laughs> and Why? Uh, I don't, I don't know. And the the store, like my thing about the old time country store or whatever they call it, it's like there's no way where to walk. You're always having to wait. And there's some mm-hmm. some you know some meemaw trying to get her. I don't know, fucking. Uh, pulled taffy or whatever saltwater taffy yep. and you're in her way she's pissed off 
Yeah, well, it's because she has dentures and she's trying to eat fatty. <laughs> Why? Uh, it, okay, how come every time you go to the bathroom in Cracker Barrel, there's always some dude in the stall going, mm. just just blowing it up? <laughs> Why? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to get a Cracker Barrel uh, representative like this. There, I don't know. Spokesperson. Yeah, you need to have someone from Cracker Barrel on your podcast. Yes, I think so. Mm, we we got a lot of questions. I'll have you as like yeah, you gotta ask the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I can go to Cracker Barrel uh, headquarters wherever they are, and I can do like you know like sixty minutes where they're like on location. <laughs> and, you know, when they're coming at you, just attack them with a the microphone. Right. What do you have to say about the? Excuse me, sir, hash, sir, sir. Hash brown casserole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why are there? What sound to be large men always taking dumps in the bathroom? Mm. How long has that big package of Reese's Pieces been on the shelf? <laughs> it's like about an inch of dust on top of the box. Well, and they have like weird sodas, like. Like the, I, I imagine Cracker Barrel is the only place that sells most of these sodas. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, who's drinking that shit? Right. Mm. Mm. I want to know what's the deal with all those rocking chairs. Do you think Do they, they got someone, they got someone that just mass produces those rocking chairs? Ooh, I don't know. Big, is Big Rocking Chair got their hands in uh, Cracker Barrel? You know what I'm saying? Man, you're talking, you're talking all sorts of, uh, I'm cracking it su- open, man. Subversive <laughs> and dangerous. I don't. I don't want. I don't want people showing up. You know, you at my apartment. You want rocking chair coming to your house? Yeah, in the middle of the night. They pull up and they you ask you too many questions. Yeah, ten, <laughs> ten, ten black SUVs. You know, pull up into my apartment <laughs> parking lot, drag me out of my apartment. Hmm. But anyways, yeah. So y'all put out an album, and. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's not available at Cracker Barrel. It's not available uh, yet, uh, uh, but y- this one is is out through uh, Bad Time Records. Yeah, Bad Time and Stomp. Stomp. Yes, uh, I've had yeah, I've had some Stomp people on here. Uh, yeah, good label. Good. Yeah, cool Canadian. How 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 did a band from New Orleans hook up with a Canadian uh, punk rock label? Uh, Dante was on tour with Pears. He mm. used to be their tour manager. Yeah. And um, he would uh, constantly run into the dudes, Mike and Mike, that own uh, Stomp. And uh, Mike and Nat, that own Stomp. Uh, and he, uh, he played drums for us at the time, too. Well, we had two drummers, like, that would switch off, but he uh, we recorded our album and he, he gave it to him and he's like, check it, check out my band and they liked it and they this was like five or six years ago and so they released our third album. So that's how that's how we got hooked up with them is from Dante. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, that's cool. Uh, on. Sincerely, is that the the album that yeah, uh-huh. the first one? Uh, is there a song on there where it's Dante saying he can't do his duties anymore? <laughs> like a yep, <laughs> yeah. That song's about Dante. 
Was that Don? Uh, that was when he was like, he was like, uh, I got to quit the band. I, I'm, I'm just going to go tour full time. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I don't blame him. He was, <laughs> he was doing really well for himself uh, with the touring thing until, you know, every the world shut down. Right. Damn, man. But now he's got that store. You've been there. Oh, yeah. He, he was. Store. We, uh, I had him on here. We did it live from his store. <laughs> yeah. That store is pretty badass. It's doing it's doing well. It's pretty sick. That's a sick location too. It's like yeah, I didn't expect it to be like in the heart of you know the French Quarter, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I think it. I think it. It got broken into twice mm. uh, right after the evacuation. You know. Yeah. Why you gotta Why you gotta break into the little local locally owned business? Mm. Go break into the Starbucks or something. You know yeah. what I mean? The McDonald's. Why you got to go break into your your own hometown <laughs> store? I don't get it, you know? Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. Hmm. Break into the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> uh, but uh, Joystick, y'all have uh, a, a, a run of shows coming up in December, right? Yeah, we leave on Friday. Yeah. Pretty stoked about that. A tour. <laughs> what is is it? Uh, where is it through? Is I know there's Texas. Is yeah, it- I mean it's just Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas. We we were really on the fence about it because we we booked it like five or six months ago, and we were like, well, we don't even know what's going to happen. You know, our tour is going to be happening at that point, and so we didn't want to like really go out for too long um and we didn't want to go that far because i mean who knows if it would have got canceled or right. it we didn't want to be like stuck in california right and then everything shuts down yeah so yeah we're just doing like 10 days out out in uh you know like the little regional area nice what uh is so being in a ska band like there's no like you can't be like a three piece ska band. There's always got to be like six or seven plus people. Uh, there, there's a couple three piece ska bands. What? There's some like the Impossibles, uh, Against All Authority is a is a three piece. Yeah, guitar. You can just have guitar, bass, and drums. You don't yeah. have to have horns or anything. You know. I guess yeah. I guess I'm thinking more like like y'all have a, like a horn section. Yeah, we're eight, an eight piece. Damn, is it? Uh, <laughs> you know, how difficult is it? You know, uh, syncing up eight different people and their schedules. Uh, well, if you uh, if you plan stuff out pretty far in advance, which we do, it's not that hard. Uh, it's getting harder, you know, with like people having having kids and and uh, real jobs and stuff. But uh-huh. yeah, we make it work. The thing about having four horn players too is that um, as long as two show up, you're good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Like, have you always been the singer, or have you played like an instrument and sang? Um, there was one band that I played guitar in, but I wasn't very good at it. (laughs) Um, but. Yeah, usually I just sing. Yeah. I do I do play I play basically every instrument 
but I'm just not like that good at it. I feel that. So yeah. I like play good enough to like write write some songs. So I, I write songs and then just teach the guys in the band that are actually talented, you know, <laughs> how to play them. And then, oh. so they just make they take my songs and make them sound good. Yeah. This, uh, so you're you're the the main songwriter for Joystick. Uh, me and Clay, me and Clay are. Yeah. Um, it's about fifty fifty. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah because um, paying attention to like the lyrics, it seems pretty. A lot of it's like very personal. To I was like, is that all duck? Uh, well, yeah. On, on the last album, at least that's what we're. Or I guess I should say that's what I was going for. Yeah. I was trying to like work through some stuff. Mm. And uh also it was kind of just like, well, this is turning out to be like the theme of the album. <laughs> so we kind of it just I don't say like we did it on purpose, but it kind of just became that, you know. Yeah. Uh is it difficult or weird like kind of opening up that way, I guess in in songwriting to to know that it's like this is open to whoever wants to hear it. Um, well, I've tried to be like that before, but I wasn't really as open about stuff as I it was on this last one. Yeah. But I also was like not sober. Mm. So I tried to do it on this one and, um, <clears throat> you know, we recorded it. We recorded it. No one really heard it. You know, we were like doing some stuff and, and we sent it off the record labels and we were dealing with all that stuff and then um it was about a a week or two before we were going to announce the album and i got like super cold feet about it Mm. and i was just like oh shit oh man and i was like talking to mike for a bad time and i was like man oh i guess it's too late now but it's like oh maybe i've like i don't know how people are gonna react to this but uh it's been overwhelmingly like super positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the cold feet went away pretty quickly. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad it was so well received. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, uh so you got sober in between sincerely and uh, this one. Um, I got sober towards the end of recording um sincerely like so for i i can tell a difference i don't know if anybody else can but on that on this sincerely album like some of the songs i was still using and some of them i was clean i can tell the difference even though my voice was still pretty fucked up from just like abuse substance abuse but um yeah, I got clean during the recording of the album, which is weird too because there's like songs about getting sober on the album, but then there's also songs about drinking on the album. It's a weird transitional album. Dichotomy, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say like I could tell from the 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 themes or the lyrics of between these past two albums. I could, I was, yeah. That's why I was wondering if it had been been between um, these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but that's cool. Good for you, man. That's a uh... <laughs> thank you. You know, yeah, that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
what um i don't know sorry i didn't mean to get so so serious and no it's all good (laughs) it's all good man oh shit um So being from New Orleans, being in a New Orleans band is, uh, I don't know. I guess New Orleans is like the, the cool city of the Southeast or this, the Gulf coast area. Um, like, uh, Hmm. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, uh, I, I thought I had a question, but it just kind of went away. Uh, yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, being from New Orleans is, uh, is it, cause this kind of like this area for like bigger tours, it's like a kind of like a black hole. Like you'll see bands go from like, they'll have a show in like Houston or Austin and then their next show is in Orlando. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it sucks. Man. What is like with New Orleans being a cool city <laughs> and there's so many like bigger, like, like Jay Z lives there sometimes and Arcade Fire lives there. Uh, like, I just don't understand why New Orleans gets jumped over. Oh, I was talking to our old booking agent about this. This was like, six or seven years ago you know like new orleans has changed a lot since then Mm. the music scene has changed a lot since then here but um i was talking to him about that about how there's like these giant artists that come to new orleans and then there's like the small like diy artists that come here but there's no like mid-tier bands you know they all they all skip here a lot yeah and um he said it was because those bands, you know, they generally still have like they have a higher they have a higher guarantee than like you know a DIY band yeah. would have, and so the the venues here there's so many venues here that um, basically it's just financially not worth a promoter to book a band like that to come through if they know they're gonna not at least break even or probably lose money. And, um, like at least for like punk and ska bands, not so much punk here. There's like an older scene for it, but for like ska bands, at least not now, I guess things are changing, but, um, the fan base, you know, like, like I said, they they would either be like too young t- to be able to get into a twenty one and up bar, or like they're just not going to come out to the show. So it it just wasn't really financially worth it for bands to come here, which sucks because yeah. uh you know a lot of bands like you said like if I want to go see a band that I really like, I'm gonna have to drive to Houston. Right. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. There's just so many fucking places in new Orleans for, for music. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Have y'all ever done like a, uh, one of those weird shows where it's like, all right, y'all got to play for like three hours. 
No. No. Uh, we we got asked to do shows like that, and we just we can't. I mean, we probably have enough music, but yeah, I don't think anybody wants to hear a ska band play for three fucking hours. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 Oh shit. Um. Hmm. I felt like I had a follow up for that. Mm. Well, we we were supposed to be playing a wet. We were uh, our tour ended on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we were supposed to go to Lafayette to play a wedding on uh, on the Sunday after we got back. And so we probably would have had to play like a pretty long set for that. But um, something happened with like I guess with the COVID or I don't. I don't anyways, we're not playing that wedding anymore which that probably would have been a long set i don't know about three hours (laughs) yeah would you all have been like the wedding like music like the wedding? yeah i guess so i don't know was this was this for like a close friend or no i mean it was like it was just a pay gig so we Mm. said yes you know yeah but uh yeah I don't know something about COVID. I guess I don't know if somebody got COVID, but the the show got canceled. I hope the wedding didn't get canceled. Jeez, man. Yeah. Uh, fuck. It, it was supposed to be um, all the food there was supposed to be Cracker Barrel, so I was really looking forward to. That. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was gonna be catered by Cracker Barrel. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Where uh where do y'all like well I guess uh to go back to a bad time I saw that they had put out a diners drive-ins and I forgot the the name but uh, <laughs> stage a, knives a cookbook yeah yeah, uh, yeah. did y'all give a recipe to them for for something yeah we got a couple of recipes in there can, can, uh, you, can you talk about that well I mean Brent just hit us up this last summer. I don't know where he gets these ideas, but he's like, I'm going to make a, uh, I'm going to make a cook, a bad time cookbook and it'll be a fundraiser for some kind. It'll be a Christmas charity, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it, and he was like, do y'all want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, man. It sounds like fun. Why not? I, I'm totally down for doing whatever. And, uh, <laughs> right. Of course. Some YOLO. Cool. Is that what the kids say? YOLO. Yeah. YOLO? Drake said that once. Is that I think. still a thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Doesn't he like talk to like? Oh, never mind. What doesn't he talk to like fourteen year old girls or something weird like that? Uh, I, like the Stranger Things. I think the thing was, he, yeah, he was texting with the Stranger Things girl. Probably wouldn't he? Shouldn't have been. Yeah, that's I don't know. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he said anything explicit, but. Still weird, but anyways, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So we, uh, so yeah, we. Hey, my dog. My wife just got home. Oh, she's going wild. It's all good. But yeah, so come here. Hey, stop. We live in a freaking farm. So yeah, Brent uh, hit me up. About that, so we we uh, 
send in a couple of recipes and somebody's partner is like a professional food photographer. So they took like all these incredible photos of everybody's recipes. And uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome actually. Wait, and all the money goes to Food Not Bombs. So oh, that, nice. That rules. Yeah. yeah. Was the, so like, can you talk like what were the recipes that like y'all submitted? Well, I, I did. I sent one in for jambalaya because mm. I was like, oh well, we're New Orleans. And gotcha. the other New Orleans band, uh, that op, they ended up doing like red beans and rice too, which is cool. And then um, I sent in this uh, recipe for like this chili squash bowl that. I make and me and my wife eat. It's pretty delicious. Swash bowl? Hopefully, uh, yeah. What is like? We start like over the quarantine. Me and my wife just started eating massive amounts of squash for some reason. Oh, squash. Okay, I thought you said yeah. swash, like swashbuckle. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Sc- a swash? Scotch. Yeah. Scotch. Like, uh, yeah. Pick it up. And stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, it was. I saw the. I saw the picture that they took of. Um, the squash chili bowl for the for the uh, cookbook. Yeah, and it looks nothing like what I make it. <laughs> oh, so amazing looking. So this. But, sorry, go on. I, I, but it is a delicious recipe. So I, if you if whoever gets the cookbook, it's, it actually is very delicious uh, and I'm, vegan. Ooh, are you all vegan? No. Oh, okay. That was just. I'm trying to like eat less meat. You know. Well. Try to at least. Damn. Yeah, it's uh like we were talking about earlier, just like the the older I'm getting, the more I'm just like, well, f- I have to like pick and choose like should I, you know, uh, take take things away from my like diet or intake to be like, yeah. Oh, this is the thing that's making me feel like shit, you know, all day. <laughs> yeah, I can't eat dairy. Like, I basically can't have dairy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. Too much. Mm. How about you? Ah, oh, man, like like this past year like caffeine has hit me more to where it's just like it's not like it's beyond like jittery you know it's more like i gotta sit down you know so i'm just like fuck man i gotta so in the past couple months i've i've cut back uh significantly on on caffeine and coffee and where it was like my my life source you know yeah, before. I'm always, I'm actually drinking a coffee right now. I'm always drinking coffee. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The uh, but like, so I I take it the 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 person who did the photography did they have to they made all these all these dishes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. That, that's crazy. So it's <laughs> yeah. like. I get. Do you have a copy of the book? No, uh, but I'm supposed to be getting one in the mail soon. I, I'm I'm supposed to be getting like a pretty big package today from Bad Time and another one on Thursday. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when this podcast is being dropped, but um, the second pressing of our album is is going to be out soon so we'll Ooh. get some of those yeah is it a different color colorway yeah what's uh what's what's what are the colors of this one i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> whatever they whatever mike wanted 
do. I trust it. Okay. Do do brown on another shade of brown. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brown splatter. Oh man. <laughs> uh, that would be good for our other man. Okay. Well. Oh man. Uh, can you talk about your other band? Uh, okay. Well, it's basically Clay, Dante, and Mickey. Uh, we have a split. The name of the band is Betty White Titbuck. Okay. And yes. we yeah, we have a split coming out uh, next month with Sonic Vomit. So that'll be cool. Okay. I think we're I think we're like officially announcing it on on Christmas or something. <laughs> it doesn't really matter if anybody knows about it. Well, nice, but yeah, you but guys. That'd be funny if that was on brown splatter. You can have the. Feel free to take the brown splatter idea. I want I want you to have <laughs> that as a gift. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Did you think of that idea when uh, you were in that? Crack a barrel back in the <laughs> it's it's fitting. Mm. Oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, we've gone for for a little while here. Um, I have a. Uh, I usually like to do a list of like rapid fire questions. If uh, yeah, you know, towards the end. Um, let's see here. Okay, since uh, you are a, a, a ska man, I think that's fair to say. Uh, what what is the rudest thing that you've done? Oh. Or what's what's a what's a rude thing you've done recently? Did you not hold a door open for someone? No, I I try to open doors for people. Um, rudest thing I've done. Uh, uh, I went to this uh this this concert in Mississippi. I don't know if this counts as rude. Hmm. But um, I'll beat the judge. It, there was a bunch of like old people there, and it was like a Thanksgiving potluck, and they were like, uh, "Come inside, come inside. We're going to say a prayer." And so uh, I just got on my phone and walked away and stayed outside because I didn't want to go inside for uh, some weird that's, prayer. That's so <laughs> rude. That rude. I think it's kind of rude, huh? uh, but I still went in there and ate the food. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Hmm. Uh, uh, that, rude. That's I guess that's rude. I'll accept that. Yeah, you know, uh, I feel that that way. You know, usually, I, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a religious person. Uh, but usually, if if you're in mixed company, and there's a chance for for somebody to do a group prayer, it seems like that'll pop up every once in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. Usually, usually I like I like things that are ridiculous. Uh, that are supposed to be serious. Uh, and so if somebody starts just going off on a weird, ridiculous prayer, I was like, yes, more, say more <laughs> weird stuff. Oh shit. Uh, Oh man. Uh, but yeah, I'll accept that. Uh, what's your favorite truck stop slash gas station when you're, when you're touring? Bucky's. Hmm. Yeah. Bucky's. Absolutely. Uh, I have a, uh, uh, there's a Bucky's near us here in Mobile, uh, and I I went and bought a a Bucky some Bucky swag. I got a, a Bucky's windbreaker. That's pretty sick. Nice. You yeah. break the wind a lot. Oh man, that's the, pretty rude. The wind, the wind. That's true. The wind never fucking <laughs> saw it coming. I would just be, yeah. 
breaking. I just the... went to that Bucky's uh, last month. Yeah, we went there on the way to Fest. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Bought my dog a little Bucky squeak toy. Ooh, is it in the shape of Bucky or is it? It is. Yeah, he's chewing on his little beaver head. Oh man, what's I mean, Bucky's is the the branding of Bucky's and the the genius the the merch and you know they figured it out. You're, he's cute. You're not buying a you're not buying a, a shell or a chevron squeak toy for your dog. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh man, what's what's the worst punk rock bathroom that you've had to go on number two in? Oh man, um, where was that place? I think it was in Little Rock at a DIY. There was a DIY venue. This was about eight or nine years ago. We were on tour with Show Monkey Brands, and um, there was no electricity, so like you couldn't. And it was down at the end of this long hallway with no lights. Oh, shit. A murder hallway. Yeah. You you had to, like, use your cell phone. And then you go in there, and the water didn't work either. But people had been still using this toilet for, like, weeks, it looked like. It's a porta potty yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was was a real bathroom. But it was just, like, yeah. And, uh. I just remember like, sitting in there, like using the hover method, and I like looked on the wall, and someone had like written a Lannister always pays their debts, and I'm like, what, what, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> oh man, I'm in this this damn DIY Game of Thrones bathroom <laughs> yeah. with no water. That was a cool show, man. They they had this uh, it was this huge indoor venue and they had a parachute remember when you were kids you would like throw the parachute up and oh throw yeah it down? yeah and they would do that around the bank so you would be like playing and then there'd like just be this giant parachute over you with like everybody holding it down and like it was pretty awesome but the bathroom was disgusting <laughs> oh shit that's oh man that's, that sounds like a hell of an experience jeez uh yeah. what a What's uh? Have y'all toured outside of the country? No, we no. have not. Okay, mm-hmm. I was about to ask what's what is your worst borders slash customs experience, but uh, mm-hmm. we we can we can change that to have y'all had like uh, been pulled over, like law problems, uh, during tour, like speeding somebody. Uh, the only problem, the only thing Joystick has ever had an issue with was one time. Um, we got pulled over in Texas. Uh, Clay was like going like maybe five miles over. Oh, it was no. such a ridiculous. I mean, it was like in El Paso, so I think they, I think they just basically saw like a bunch of weird weirdos in a van. Hoodlums. I think that's yeah. what it was. I don't because it was like five miles over. It was nothing. Yeah, yeah that's that's the only issue we've ever had. <laughs> Oh man, um, not that bad. Oh shit, where uh, where'd you get your duck hat made that you're wearing? Where did we? Where did you get this hat made? Shark heads in Biloxi. Shark heads in Biloxi. Yeah, is that like a uh, like surf style type type place? Yeah, 
yeah. It's one of those like touristy places. Uh, being in New Orleans, there's like you know touristy spots. Obviously, do you do you every once in a while do you find yourself like I want to go do a touristy thing? Mm. No, I, I mean unless you count Mardi Gras, you know, or going to a parade or something touristy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, me and my wife went to the aquarium. I don't know if you really count that as a touristy thing. They have aquariums everywhere, right? You know? <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, um, what's what's the most expensive uh, shirt that you bought? Hmm. Probably, uh, probably something from uh, a horror convention, like a. Uh, I have like a Thanksgiving shirt. I think it was like thirty bucks. Thanksgiving. Oh damn, that's yeah. that's timely. We just yeah. You know. Oh yeah. 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 That's nev- a that's a good question for Dante. Yeah, that was yeah. I, I believe we talked about that. I can't remember. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't remember what uh, what his shirt was, but uh, cool store. You know. Yeah. yeah he, had awesome. a, he had a lot of crazy shirts in there. Uh, um, do you, uh, you're, you're a fellow glasses man. Uh, are, uh do you have astigmatism? I think I do. Uh, yeah. That's where like the light shines out. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Oh, I definitely do. That's me. Uh, so I know I just, I say that cause I noticed you have red frames and you're wearing a red shirt. Is it, was that, hmm. are you put together like that? Or are you just like, Oh man, this is going to be my. Uh, I was doing a bunch of yard work today, so I just put on this. Uh, uh, I was like, I was like part of the red shirts for uh, Chewbacca's, you know, like, oh, I walked in the parade, yeah. parade staff. So yeah, I just wear the shirt whenever because I don't care if it gets dirty. You know, I was like okay. pulling some weeds and mowing earlier. So yeah, I was. I was I'm just hoping- change. I was hoping that it was going to be more like, you know, like a Steve Harvey. He seems always put together and like color coordinated. No, no, not well, like that. I wish I was. <laughs> I need to start. Uh, all my shirts are black. I need, I need yeah. some, I need some more color. Yeah, me too. That's it. You know, uh, mo- usually when I ask people the, the shirt question, they're like, uh, yeah, I bought like a $60 tour shirt at fucking, I don't know. Whenever I saw Willie Nelson, <laughs> have you ever have you ever bought something dumb from a uh, uh, a high end performer like that at a show? I guess. Uh, no, I don't really. I, I, I haven't been to many to too many shows like that. You know? Really? No, I, I I don't know. I I, I wouldn't say I'm cheap, but um, I definitely uh, I wouldn't waste my money on. No, nah, I feel that's that. a lot of money for a fucking shirt. That's true, man. For you know, you're you know you you're in the game. You know how much it costs to get a, a shirt printed. You know. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna pay, if I'm gonna pay that kind of money for a shirt, it's not. It's gonna be to like a smaller band that's actually gonna. It'll make a difference, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, like if I bought a fifty dollars shirt from like Motley Crue, you know, they're not even gonna notice that. You know what I mean? Like ah. they're not going to notice that. Oh, For some smaller band, you know, that would be like a tank of gas. That's you know? true. That's right. Oh man. Uh 
What's uh what's your perfect pizza? Mm, probably pepperoni jalapenos. It's good. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. People, you know, sometimes when I ask that, people try to like uh, over uh, engineer, you know, try and think of like a, a crazy thing. I like, I like the simple. Yeah. What's uh, to to coincide with the what's what's your perfect pizza? Uh, what do you want on your tombstone? Uh, I don't really want to be buried, so no tombstone. <laughs> no tombstone. Uh, you mean shot into space or just sure, d- yeah. dumped into the Whatever's Mississippi? the cheapest yeah. alternative. Do- donate it. Maybe some uh maybe some little you know, like a student can like mm. learn by chopping up my body into pieces. You know. <laughs> It'll help them like save somebody else's life down the line or something. Ooh, that's good. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Can't those eyes are, are shot though. The stigmatisms. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm about to have to get bifocals. Yeah. Oh man, sucks. I, I, I can't read stuff now. Uh, yeah. mm. Getting old. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, we're. I, I think we're coming to the end here. Uh, do you have any any uh, parting words or anything? Words of wisdom you want to say? Just let me know if you uh, get anybody. From Cracker Barrel. I'm not even joking. Like, I would love to be on that podcast. I got some. I got some questions. Got some questions. They, and it's time for some answers. Some some reckoning that needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Rectuming. Uh, Rectum. <laughs> love it. Oh shit, Duck. Uh, well, stay on for a minute. But uh, you know, you you had options, but you decided to talk to me. And I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Yeah, man.